Hello, and welcome to the Lumpy Space Podcast, where we are going through our rewatch of the classic Cartoon Network show, Adventure Time. And today you're joining us on the fourth episode of the show, just titled Tree Trunks. And we'll be getting to that right now. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. Uh, you can find our previous discussions uh, on Adventure Time episodes at OverlyAnimated.com, and you can sc- subscribe to us at, at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes or uh, any of your favorite podcatchers. We would always appreciate any comments, suggestions, and reviews you can give us uh, to let us know how we're doing in our journey through the cl- uh, through this uh, very quirky show. And today we're getting to one of the more stranger episodes we've probably covered so far in our brief run, just titled Tree Trunks, uh, introducing a very uh, an elephant trying to be very seductive. Uh, tree Trunks, uh, I'll just get it out of the way, is not one of my favorites. Uh, wow, Sam's- you don't like her? You don't think she's sexy? Believe it or not, I just have a hard time dealing with the sexualization of of very elderly people. <laughs> really? You don't think that old people have agency and that they're allowed to have sex? And they're allowed to have sex, but when they're like seducing 12-year-old boys, it gets a bit... <laughs> yeah, yeah I understand. It gets a bit dicey. <laughs> Uh, plus, she's an elephant. Yeah, plus she's an elephant. But there could, there could be, there's a place for a good-looking elephant, but it's just, it, it, I think it's the old part that like always throws me off. But uh, just, just in general, what are your thoughts on Tree Trunks the character? I mean, she is a real anomaly. She's like this, as you said, she's this sexy old elephant, and it can be really off-putting sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I think. On the whole, I enjoy how she like contrasts with the rest of the characters. She's just this really slow talking, old fashioned elephant. Uh, I will say that the voice they have for Tree Trunks is perfect. Uh, I think her, the actress is uh, Polly Lou Livingston, and she does a good job of being a cl- clueless old lady who's very sweet. Uh, that if that's the basic premise of your character, good job, you're doing it perfectly. But just the behavior of Tree Trunks, especially in this episode, is just very infuriating. Just, I suppose it's representative of how, uh, like your average elderly person would react if they're thrown into these kind of situations. But just how oblivious they are to everything going on around them is just, it, it does get frustrating, especially when you see how it affects Finn and Jake having to deal with all of this. Yeah, I mean, she means well. But, uh, I don't know, man. She just messes everything up. She's not born to be an adventurer, you know? Yeah. And that's actually another thing where it, um, it, this episode, I noticed, does a similar thing to the, the, our Troubles in Lumpy Space ep- episode, where it's a character who thinks they're doing a good thing, but are actually sabotaging what the, what the other person wants to do. They end up feeling bad for what they did, but Finn has to go apologize for making them feel bad, whereas the other character never actually pays for what they what they did in any way, or even recognizes that they did something wrong. And uh, at least, at least to me, like it just it feels very strange that that's a thing we're doing again. Like it just makes Finn look very um I don't know like. Uh, 
it, it's not a healthy relationship to going that way where just letting people step over you and then you having to do the apologizing all the time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't notice that there was a pattern between the love, troubles in Lumpy Space and the episode, this episode to you just mentioned it. I think it's more endearing when Tree Trunks does it. I think Tree Trunks might be a better person <laughs> than uh, Lumpy Space Princess. At least, like, she's more, uh... <clears throat> I don't know. She's just not malice. Not to say that Lumpy Space Princess is. I think that Lumpy Space Princess is just more uh, aggressive and more selfish. And Tree Trunks is more, you know, caring. Like, oh, she wants to dance with this big blob of flesh. Cool. I don't know. She wants to make people feel better with her pies. Yeah. Well, we can go back to the beginning of this episode. It, it does begin where uh, Tree Trunks is just making pies for, for Finn and Jake. And apparently her pies, I guess, are the best of all the land. Pies are so overrated. I, I, I actually agree with you on this. But <laughs> there are far better pastries than pies. and I, I, I think the pies, what's up with me is just the crust. Like, it, it feels like too much. Yeah, I don't... I think it's just like a mixture of, like, obvious fruit and uh, pastry. Like, I'm not a fan of, like having apples or strawberries in my pie. You know, I like strawberry-flavored cake or something, but in a pie, no. Yeah, you know what? How about we just do the French, where we just get a grapes, a baguette, and have them separate. You, you eat them together, but they're not actually inside each other, you know? Yeah. I don't know, just the the dessert discourse is like uh it's like for example like uh the italians have like the cannoli which i think is like i've had cannolis before and like i like them but in concept i just don't think it's a good idea like cheese inside of pastry yeah like and i'm a bad person to talk about this too it's like just in general i don't have much of a sweet tooth so i'm very picky with with what i'll eat as like at extra so like if i actually want something sugary so i'm probably just too um too selective when it comes to this and maybe that's why pies are just way too way down my priority list yeah i mean Pies are hard work, man. Like, who wants to make a pie when you can make a cake? Or you can make uh, cookies or brownies? I mean, I feel like pie is, like, really labor, laborious, you know? That's true. Although maybe that helps the taste when it's made by somebody else, as in the case Made of with love! <laughs> yeah, or, like, yeah, Finn and Jake, maybe they think it tastes better because they believe that Tree Trugs is adding love to it. Yeah, but uh, it's like a placebo effect type thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe they just think tree trunks is so sweet that it just rubbed off on her pies. Yeah. Um, while she's making the pie, that there is this brief uh, moment where a fly lands on the pie, and it gets very dark for a minute or so, where tree trunks is just like, "They can have it," as she throws the pie in the garbage and. The, she got the crazy eyes just staring at the pie in the garbage can. Yeah. Uh, 
that's like one of the examples of like you know showing the whites of the eyes that kind of like gets me really off put but in this instance like i'll take it because it's supposed to be really like disturbing like they want the pie they can have it like yeah all right it's definitely going for this is a crazy person (laughs) but um uh, yeah, and also uh, in this moment where he, she's giving Finn and Jake the real pie, um, Tree Trunk says, uh, Finn, what would you do if you could do anything? And it's notable that the line Finn gives here is, well, I'd catch a shooting star, travel to outer space, and fight space monsters. And so l- later on in the show, people have used that as like, oh, this was foreshadowing something at the end of season five. Uh, I-, I don't know if I want to actually say it for spoiler purposes. Do it. But, okay, well, oh, Orgolorg, right? Because that, that's a very yeah. similar thing. Where a shooting star is basically a comet, travels outer space, they do that, and fight space monsters. So Orgolorg is basically a space monster. Alex, so, I guarantee you nobody remembers Orgolorg unless they would look it up. That, that, that's possible. <laughs> like, when you, like, we were talking about him on Discord, or, like, at some point in the past... And I had to look up who that was because I could not remember who it was. Yeah, it ends up being a brief moment. But hey, maybe maybe there's like two people out there that are actually watching the show for the first time as you're listening to this podcast. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave it to us to like be your guys through Adventure Time. Yeah, so sorry we spoiled you for something five seasons in advance. Well, you didn't really, like, say what the plot was involving Orgolorg, so I think that's fine. Yeah, just know that this line, uh, maybe on purpose, maybe accidentally ends up meaning something later. (laughs) I highly doubt it. I don't think Adventure Time is the kind of show that foreshadows things seasons in advance. Yeah, probably not. And it's vague enough where, like, you can apply it to several things. It's like travel to outer space like that that's just a thing like all shows do once they reach a certain amount of time anyway yeah everybody loves space yeah we, we went to space in steven universe so we, we well, that, okay that made sense because like most of the protagonists are literal aliens that's true but uh <laughs> yeah and speaking of steven universe though um uh, tree trunks mentions that the one thing she'd want to do is find the crystal gem apple Ooh, I wonder where Rebecca Sugar got the idea for the name of the Crystal Gems. Mm. Uh, also, I, I don't think Rebe- Rebecca Sugar was part of the show this early. No, she? but maybe yeah. she just was like watching this and she was like, "Wow, that's a good name. I'll hold that. I'll hold on to that." Mm. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to more crystals later in the episode. But they they go together into the forest. They first meet this wall of flesh monster who is uh, appropriately disgusting. Um, tree, tree Trunks decides to put stickers uh, on him, hope, hoping that will calm him down. I think there was a scratch and sniff smelling like a pickle. That's like the is, is that the worst possible scratch and sniff you could have picked? No, I mean like people make farts scratch and sniffs, uh, oh, and okay. like yeah, they pick like a lot of things for that. I think pickle is like an okay smell. Okay. It just smells overwhelmingly like pickles. Yeah, I just don't like the smell of pickles, so maybe that's just me projecting there. Maybe. <laughs> but, it's alright, like, the smell of mayonnaise, like, oh, no. Takes me back to really bad times, man. Yeah, um, well, uh, we um, at this point, uh, Finn already says, I-, I just realized that Tree Trunks is old and bonkers. And uh, J- Jake, uh, being uh, 
kind of dumb. He's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Like, with, without really providing any, you know, actual listening to Finn. <laughs> but, you know, J- Jake is just being Jake as he is in nor- these early episodes. Um, we, we move on to Tree Trunks holding a picnic for sentient signposts. And Finn has to jump in and uh, protect Tree Trunks from getting hit. Uh, Tree Trunks interprets that as a hug. So, uh, once again, Tree Trunks being oblivious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Not a lover, though. Do we, though? Because uh, even at this stage, Finn's like, oh, you're too super cute for me to be mad at you. And I just don't understand that, okay? <laughs> like, you, 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 just because something is cute or pretty, like, if they do something bad, you do have to, like, say something. Uh, I don't know, like, cats and, like, dogs... And it hurts your soul when you, like, get mad at them. I mean, it hurts, but if the puppy does, like, pees in a place that they don't aren't supposed to and you don't say anything, they're going to keep doing it. That's true. So, and, and the same thing... Probably, with... probably discipline your puppies and stuff. Yeah, and discipline the, the old person in your group. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be the anti-old person person here. Wow, that's pretty ageist. Yeah, it, it probably is. I feel bad for your parents. As soon as like they show signs of getting older, you're just gonna throw them in a home. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we, we do continue on with uh, finding another uh, weird monster. How how do you call this one? It, like it's like an eyeball with tentacles. Is there is there a better uh, word for it? I don't know. An octopus. Yeah, a brain. That sounds that sounds like what an eyeball with tentacles would be. <laughs> yeah, like an a, octopus. Like a brain octopus sort of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that they have to fight. Uh, Finn ha- fights it, but uh, Tree Trunks decides to try seducing it with her womanly instincts. <laughs> This little little dance with the uh, makeup on, and uh, Finn eventually destroys it using the classic video game trope of "Oh, this is the giant gem on his back." I hate that so much. That bothers me when that's the thing in video games. I'm like, you know what? I this thing isn't turning around, so I can't get behind it. So like, I'm taking like a whole bunch of damage while this thing's just like killing me, and I'm like, oh. Well, see anyway. that—that's always why the trick is to go around in a circle around your the prey. <laughs> so you find out wow, you know, I'm not a predator, Alex. In a video game, I mean, you are. <laughs> naturally, like in life, I think humans count as predators, but you know, I like to be more, you know, peaceful. I don't really like to fight. Well, but you know, video games are different, yeah. Yeah, and even like if we talk about predators, like human beings being predators, like let's say you go to the supermarket, you got to go the entire circle of the supermarket to find what you want. Oh, I hate that, dude! (laughs) Yesterday I was looking for ricotta cheese and I could not find it, and I had to like circle around like the couple aisles that had cheese in them like five times because people just kept being in the way. Yeah, like the, the eventually the... I did find the ricotta cheese. It was next to the guacamole of all things. Oh, anyway. yeah, I was gonna say like it should be in the dairy section. Like uh... no, th- this place has like five places to have cheese. They have like artisanal cheeses, and they have like the cheese that's in a bag, and like you know whi- cheese whiz, and then they have like a f- cheese section next to the ice cream with there's like guacamole and there's cottage cheese. I don't know. 
See, this is the plight of the modern predator. <laughs> we can't find exactly. our cheeses. We can't find our ricotta cheese, so we can make lasagna. Uh, going back to this predator, he does get destroyed, and uh, Tree Trunk says, Oh, I did it. I'm the sexiest adventurer. Uh, that was my terrible Tree Trunk Satson. But um, Finn finally break, uh, like lashes out to Tree Trunk. Uh, like, do you want to die? make other people feel bad they couldn't save you which i agree is a little bit of a harsh tone to take like especially with someone who's reaching old age anyway talking about death is kind of a sensitive topic i would imagine i'd like to think that they're aware that they're gonna die right but at the same time you don't want to go do you want to die you know yeah that's true i mean mortality man yeah it, it's a bit tougher but uh, uh tree trunks uh just walks away and says you shouldn't yell cuties who just want to help you well, so it doesn't really take anything that he actually said um and of course finn apologizes 10 seconds later once they find the apple so you know whatever yeah and it ends in this uh this scene with the crystal guardian where you have the classic uh villain imitates hero Uh, i just finished playing the the paper mario the thousand year door so this was definitely giving me like duplass vibes so we're just like copying exactly what the other uh yeah does i love that game by the way it's a good game it's a good game recommend i I, I replayed it last year and it was like (laughs) loved it uh, so, but they they realize that the only way to defeat it is fighting tree trunk style which is uh dancing with uh, face makeup uh, the they use very white makeup. I, I guess similar to um, the the Japanese dancers. Uh, I forget their exact names right now. But I feel like there was an episode of uh, All Grown Up about them. That's it was possible. it was like Heritage Day and like Kimmy was trying to like figure more about her Japanese heritage and it was really cool. Kabuki. Yeah, that that sounds right. But, um, sorry, sorry, everybody, that <laughs> I know my Japanese culture things yeah. from uh, all grew up. But, but that's definitely the image that came to mind when uh, Finn and Jake showed up with their makeup. Uh, but the, they eventually get up to the top. Uh, Tree Trunks takes a bite of the apple, and she explodes. Cool. Now the that's f- how I want to die. Is it, though? No, we- I don't want to die biting into an apple. But like, let, let's say That's you're true. eating. What, what's your favorite food? That's hard. Um. Well, honestly, I like apples a lot, but I'm gonna have to go with green beans. Okay. So, would you like to die after eating a plate of green beans? <laughs> I mean, I, that would make me happy because that's, like, my favorite thing. So at least I got to have that before I died, right? Right. And so Tree Trunk's, like, the crystal apple is supposedly what she's been wanting the most. So th- this was an okay way to die, right? Yeah, I think so. It just sucks. Now, the funny part is the way I watched this episode first, the episode ended just there, just with the explosion. <laughs> Uh, now it seems that in later versions of the episode they added in this scene where Tree Trunks is just laughing while she's walking along in a crystal dimension. But uh, I, I personally would prefer that the episode just end with the explosion just for the WTF factor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so the, there we go. That was uh, Tree Trunks in a nutshell. Uh, Tree Trunks being a little bit annoying. Um, 
As for just the general nature, I think this is probably the weakest episode we've done so far, at least for me, because a lot of the jokes don't land, tree trunks. Different from Lumpy Space Princess, who's abrasive, but she has good jokes. Here, tree trunks is just annoying and doesn't really do that much, besides from the one scene at the beginning with the the flies and the pie. So, all in all, I'd say that this isn't a great episode. Uh, You, uh, Mm. Sam? No, I mean, it was a memorable introduction to Tree Trunks, uh, but all in all, it was kind of on the meh side. You know, like you said, it was kind of like a rehashing of Trouble in Lumpy Space in terms of, like, the whole entire, like, plot setup. Uh And as we can both agree by our podcast name, Lumpy Space Princess does everything better than any other character would. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, but yeah. just because I'm the best, Alex. Yes. Uh, I, I was informed that my lumpy space accent sounded a little bit like Sean Connery, and I'm concerned by that, uh, that it was that bad. But, um, uh, who said that? So somebody, no, so, so, somebody commented that. I saw somebody? Somebody. somebody. Uh, that they, they know who they are. Um... <laughs> But it, oh, yeah. if you would like to comment on our AdSense or my, uh, my the Tree Trunks AdSense that I attempted for maybe five seconds in the middle of this episode, uh, you can tell us about it on wherever you listen to us on iTunes, on your pod, on the podcatcher that you currently use. You can also join us at Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you can also support us uh, and our and our parents podcast via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. We do want to give thanks to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Andy, and Hugh. And yeah, well, we're finishing up here and we'll see you next time covering the next episode, the Enchiridion. But on that note, uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye.